What's up, everybody? Welcome to Uncommon Grounds, a production of the Quinnipiac University Podcast Studio. This is a podcast about students from our School of Communications. On this episode of Uncommon Grounds, host Chris Rausch interviews Dina Dupree, a rising junior and recipient of this year's Alan Abelson Endowed Scholarship in Business Journalism. The two discuss Dina's interest in applying for the scholarship and her involvement in a number of organizations on campus. Dina also shares how orientation has been carried out virtually this summer. My name is Mike Bachman, and I'm the producer of the show. I'm also a graduate student in Quinnipiac School of Communications. Our executive producer and director of community programming is David DeRoche. On Common Grounds is hosted by Chris Rausch, Dean of the School of Communications. Hope you enjoy, and thanks for listening. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Uncommon Grounds. This is a podcast about students at the Quinnipiac University School of Communications. My name is Chris Rausch. I am the Dean of the School. Joining us today is Dina Dupree. Dina is a broadcast journalism major. Uh, she is also minoring over at the School of Business, and she is the recipient this year of our Alan Abelson Scholarship. Dina, thank you for joining us. Thank you for inviting me. I'm excited to talk about everything. So let's talk a little bit about the scholarship since that's the that's the news here. What was your interest in applying for the scholarship and, and what do you hope to do? So it's crazy to even talk about my interest because it started with um, Dean Reinhardt and me and her started our relationship because of orientation summer of 19, 2019. And um, she had recommended me to apply to the scholarship. And I was a little hesitant about it at first. I'm like, uh, I don't really know too much about the scholarship. Um, how's it gonna go? Am I gonna get it? So I did postpone a little bit. And ironically, um, Professor Rich Hanley is my, he was my professor during the time too. So he had emailed me and he would talk to me in class and say, Dina, um, are you doing the scholarship yet? How are you gonna submit it? He was just like, where is it, where is it? I'm like, okay, it's coming, it's coming. And finally, um, like, I was like, let me just get this out of the way. Let me do it. And we'll see how this goes. And then Professor Rich Hanley, he had me do some edits. And then he was like, okay, congratulations. You got the scholarship. And I was like, wow, like, it, it was, it was shocking to say the least. Like, I was very, it was very unexpected. So as part of the scholarship, you have to write a paper. Have you thought about what you're going to do yet? I'm not sure. Uh, Professor Rich Hanley was just telling me how he'll help me brainstorm when it comes to the actual project and he'll, you know, guide me to making it the project that he wants, you know, me to enjoy as well. Okay. Tell me just a little bit more about your, your interest in business. Where did that come from and, and what do you hope to do with that? Um, I've always been interested in business since high school. I took mostly business classes up until senior year. And then something just told me to take a business class. Uh, I had to fulfill one of my requirements. And then when I took that first business class, I was like, okay, I, I could do this. Um, so I was like, let me, let me see how this goes. And I just loved, I loved all my business classes so far, just like my communication classes, all of my journalism classes I've loved. I always was interested in entrepreneurship. Um, these classes have taught me more in depth on what it takes to be an entrepreneur and what what the whole overview is about and um it's something i'm still very interested in uh hopefully want to own my own you know nail business someday bring it to campus get certified and then teach others um and i was also interested in real estate at some point 
how did you get to Quinnipiac? Ooh, how did I get to Quinnipiac? Um, they had sent me mail. Uh, and first of all, I didn't know how to pronounce Quinnipiac. I had never heard of Quinnipiac. I'm like, what? What's Quinnipiac? And um, I had applied and then they got back in December um, and they were like, congratulations, you got accepted into school. And I was like, wow, like I was screaming. I was like, oh my God, I got accepted into college. So um, my mom and I decided to take a drive. Once I got to the campus and I saw the School of Communications, I was like, yeah, this is my school. It was either between this or Temple because both had, you know, great programs for the School of Communications. Um, but it was just something about, you know, walking into this building and seeing all that the School of Communications had to offer. And just like the opportunity to, you know, see what classes I wanted to take or what classes I was interested in, what works for me and what doesn't work for me. And I think Quinnipiac has, you know, a great, they're just a great example of do what's best for you, see what works for you and see what doesn't work for you. Cause they're very flexible and letting you change and find things that accommodate your needs best. So that was nice. I, I, I loved it, visiting. It was, it's a beautiful campus. That's, I think that's what caught mostly a lot of people's eyes because it's just well-maintained and everybody was just very nice. Uh, I don't think many people knew, know how to pronounce it before they actually <laughs> right. come here. <laughs> I, right. my, my pronunciation has been corrected several times. <laughs> really? See, yeah, and a lot of people can relate to that. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm interested in, in why communications. You know, we, we don't have very many students who combine communications with business. It's kind of like combining what you do with your left brain with combining what you do with your right brain. So. Why did, why did you decide to, to marry those two? Um, at first, I was in a Black History Studies program in high school. Um, and it started in middle school for me. And then it went all the way to high school. And I had a mentor. Um, he was kind of like one of the, uh, he was part of the staff at this program. It's the Schomburg Junior Scholars Program located in Harlem. And uh, he had taken us to NBC uh, Universal Studios. And that's where he had worked and um, he had shown us how to work behind the camera, how to work in front of the camera, um, and how to set up different components when it came to film um, and just broadcast. And I fell in love with that. I was like, this is what, this is what I want to do. Um, and then I had spoken to you my freshman year. Yeah, I think, or I don't, I don't remember when, but you were the first person who mentioned to me broadcast journalism. And um, I had spoken to Dean Reinhardt and I was like, um, I need more, more information because I'm interested and I have no idea. I was like, we spoke about it a little. And um, that's when her and I started talking. She was like, yeah, you can minor in um, business and then combine the two when you get out. So I was like, okay, I, I can, because I, I was like, I always have a love for business. I always have, but who knew you could put the two together and, you know, become successful and do what you like. So good. Now, you're involved with some other things on campus. First of all, you're an orientation leader. Why did you decide to do that? For my freshman year um, orientation, I was, you know, the outspoken person in the group and got little feedback from my peers. Um, but my OLs definitely encouraged me. They wanted me to speak up. Um, and I just felt kind of lonely at my orientation, um, especially, you know, at a predominantly white institution. There's not that many faces that look like me. So I was like, okay, let me see what I can do. Let me see how I can find a, a love for the school. 
um, and what I can do to contribute to make things better instead of, you know, critiquing on the outside and not doing anything. So I applied to be an OL and, you know, the process is very hard. So I had no clue whether I was going to get into it or not. Um, but luckily, I'm going into my second year on staff. Um, and my first year was just amazing. Like I was screaming for all of my first years, no matter who was around, I'm like egging them on. And I just created either a relationship with them or allowed them to create relationships with each other, which was the best thing for me. So I wanted to create a space for them where they came from home. And, you know, of course, this is their first time, you know, being at a campus, most of them, and they're very scared. So I'm like, hey, like I was in your position a few months ago, like we're, we're truthfully in the same boat. Um, whether I am a junior now, or if I was a senior in this position, you know, you have to remember your peers are your peers, like there's not too many steps above from them. So I think that's what made it easier, their transition easier. I let them know, hey, we're like the same. I just have a tad bit more experience on this campus than you. And of course, it's, it's still a learning process. Um, I'm still learning things about the school, learning things about the resources they provide and just a lot overall. Okay. Also just started NABJ with Jalen and Corey and I. Um, I serve as the treasurer and we are still getting things in the go. Um, we're hoping to start our meetings in the fall of 2020, either if we're on campus or virtually. I'm trying to convince them that for virtually could be beneficial as well. Um, you know, of course, we would prefer to be on campus, but you know, everybody's been making things happen uh, despite the circumstances. I've also been a part of BSU and ACSU, which is African Caribbean Student Union, and I also participated in the pageant um, this past year. So it's it's been a couple organizations I've been happy to um, be a part of. And Kay also helped me a little bit with Q30. She showed me the ropes of what she does, and it was it was really nice to see what goes into Kay's daily work ethics. So. Uh, take me back a little bit to orientation. How is that changing? How is your job changing this summer since orientations are going to be online? Um, virtually, we're since we would have been on campus at this time, we're creating more relationships with the students. Um, we're reaching out more. We're going to host virtual check-in meetings at least once or twice a week, depending on what OLs do with their groups. But hope my partner and I are going to do twice a week. Um, there's also webinars they have to participate in and we also have questions based on the webinars to see how the students enjoyed. Um, we'll also ask them just stuff that they wish for, any information that we can provide the, to them. It's also just a longer time right now up until August so we get to prepare that foundation and create those nice relationships that we didn't have the chance to previously because we only see them for two days and then it's the next group. Sounds good. Dina, where do you see yourself in five years? Hopefully working. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully um, working. Yeah. Give me like a first job out of college and, and then job. and then give me an ideal job. How about that? An ideal job. Okay, so first job out of college would probably be, I'm not sure if I would be in a small business or a big, you know, mainstream broadcast, but I would be open to either. And I would also be open to writing about businesses since like business journalism could be about both of them. Hopefully 
either you can teach me something or someone else, you know, what I can be prepared for, for that, you know, workforce and community. But I'll be open, truthfully, I'm very flexible and open to a lot of stuff. Um, I do like to get involved in a lot of things, see where I can help. So yeah, I, w I wouldn't, if someone, if anybody was like, hey, there's a job, you know, doing anything, I'll be like, okay. <laughs> As I've told you, business journalism is the last growth area of journalism. So a lot of right. opportunities there. Right. I'm excited. I, I would love to just learn more and, you know, be a part of it and just learn the ropes, learn the ropes. So you've got two more years left at Quinnipiac. What do you what do you want to do in those two years? I want to continue networking, develop more relationships with the staff there, learn more about myself, see what I like, what I don't like, what's for me, what's not for me. Just continue to learn things that I'll need for the future, whether it's materialistically or non-materialistically in the books or not. So there's so much that I can learn and I'm very open to it at Quinnipiac. I think Quinnipiac has a lot to offer. And what have you missed most? Freedom, like independence, being in my own space. Like I lived on York, so it felt like my own <laughs> apartment. Like I'm walking, doing what I want to do. You know, I'm still, a, I'm, I'm a night owl, truthfully. I think a lot of people in the School of Communications are because we thrive at night. But I'm still up here at like three, four in the morning, lights on, like just doing nothing. But that's how I am at school. Like I'm, usually I'll start my work late, 10, 11, <laughs> and just and just do what I need to do. Of course, depending on the deadlines, but just doing what I need to do. I just, I love being up at night. I truthfully do. You know, I've talked to some other students and I've asked them that question. And the the main response I get was, is that, and being away from their brothers and sisters and their parents. <laughs> right. Quarantine has just showed enough. I'm like, okay, send me back to school. <laughs> send me back to school. All right, Dina, we are out of time. I really appreciate you talking to us today. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate this opportunity, and I look forward to speaking to you again. Yep. I, I look forward to seeing you on campus in the fall and, and in a class soon. So great to see you. Thank you. Have a good one. That was Chris Rausch interviewing Dina Dupree, a rising junior and recipient of this year's Alan Abelson Endowed Scholarship for Business Journalism. Uncommon Grounds is hosted by Chris Rausch, Dean of the School of Communications at Quinnipiac University. The show is produced by myself, Mike Bachman. Our executive producer and director of community programming is David DeRoche. To learn more about all of our podcasts, visit qu.edu slash podcast. You can listen to our podcasts on the platform or app of your choice. And be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at qupodcasts. If you have a story to share or something that you want us to talk about, find us on social media or shoot us an email. That address is qupodcasts at qu.edu. On the next episode of Uncommon Grounds, Chris interviews Chatwan Mongol, associate news editor for the Quinnipiac Chronicle. Until then, keep your distance, wash your hands, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>